Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. I think about the weirdest stuff. <laughs> Honestly, I really have for for like years. I think I remember like just sitting in my living room and like just thinking about reality. It's like Sitting, sitting there just like in a chair, just looking out at my living room and thinking about reality and what a strange thing it is. Like, um, and sometimes like wondering, like, what if it's all just like, um, like literally, like, if it's kind of a joke, <laughs> like, like if it's all a joke, like if it's all like not even really happening, like if it's, it's, it's really honestly the weirdest thing. Like if you're to like look at like down and like you have these like hands, you have Two hands with five fingers on each one. <laughs> Honestly, it's really kind of a weird thing. And like, and you can, you can't ever see yourself except for looking in a mirror. But you don't actually like look at yourself. Like ever, you never like actually see yourself ever except in a picture or like as a in an image a mirror image or a picture image it's the weirdest thing and like why and 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 like it's there really that much difference between us and the animals like like the fact that we like our skin is like the weirdest thing. It, it's like this this covering that goes over our bones. <laughs> it goes over these like body parts. Like in all of all of our our body, actually, it's like sort of like this spacesuit that allows us to to be like like we are encased or in in like a bodysuit and like and like what really like actually makes us us like what makes us us actually because if you're actually in your body it's like you realize you're not your brain you're not like your body parts. It seems like you're you're something that is actually in that somehow lives in your body, but we're not. It's like we're not really our toes. I mean we can move our toes, but <laughs> and then and then like the weird ideas about culture and sociology and like and like, and like somehow we're held accountable. 
like we're we're responsible somehow like how dare you be 50 years old like how dare you um have green eyes like like we chose them i mean we may have but we don't really have this remembrance that we're going to come into the world looking a certain way Maybe some people do. I don't. I don't have any remembrance of any expectation when I came to to maybe some people who are like really, really um, psychic or whatever. <laughs> I think about like really honestly the weirdest stuff. And then like, you know, what makes somebody like really pretty? And then some people not, not like not. What makes like a person, a guy handsome? You know what I mean? Like attractive to us. Like what? Like the weirdest stuff. It's just kind of weird. Like when you really think about it. I, I actually... I'm starting out this podcast really kind of strangely because I'm I'm really wanting to talk about this idea of like truth. I know that I've talked about it before, but I want to talk about it again. Cuz truth is just the weirdest thing. Like I understand that there's like supposedly ultimate truth that maybe only God could know or the universe. I don't know. Could we ever really know ultimate truth? And like, like what is true? What is true? I guess the weirdest thing. So yesterday I spent a really good amount of time, um, watching the second um impeachment of Donald Trump. So I'm sitting there and I'm I'm actually actually what I ended up doing was I ended up getting on TikTok and going onto somebody's live who was actually watching it. And so she was she was really commenting but it, it made me feel better that I wasn't sitting there watching it by myself. Because I was having the same reaction that, pardon my yawns, oh my gosh, it's the middle of the night again. Um, she was having the same reactions that I was, that I would have been having to, um, to, uh, the commas, they were, they were allowing every member of the House of Representatives to actually talk. So they were all getting all these moments to talk and they were able to like give one minute, two minutes. Then there, there was like Ohio was, there were two states that were like giving up their, their, um, time slots so that somebody was going to be able to talk for like 20 minutes in their state. <laughs> and so it was like, 
you know, they, oh, they relinquished their time to blah, blah, blah. And it was, it was the weirdest stuff, y'all. Sitting there watching this and I'm like, what I, what I was, what I was really astounded by was the, there were like these two camps and their truths were very, very different. And, and, you know, and then some people would say, okay, well, they were spinning the truth. They were spinning the truth. You know, they, they, um, both, both parties feel like the other party like spins the truth. Like the Republicans were, were some of them, not all of them, but some of the Republicans were saying that, you know, look at all the wonderful things that Donald Trump has done. He did this for the economy and he built the wall and he, I mean, just, just laying out this whole, this whole argument for all these wonderful things that Donald Trump has supposedly done. And then you had these, these Democrats who were pretty succinctly, succinctly saying that there had been this insurrection, I guess they call it an insurrection, or I'm not sure um, of my verbiage right now, but they, and they had, these people had stormed, they call them like Trump supporters, they had stormed the, the halls of Congress and, you know, had basically threatened the lives, you know, and had stabbed the heart of our democracy. You know, I mean, you've got, so you've got these like, you know, that Donald Trump was like actually victimized and all, going back to the Republicans, that he was victimized, that he, these people just, you know, um, kind of went rogue <laughs> and did all these things, but that he, they, they wanted to sort of separate Mr. Trump from the events that had taken place. And then I, and then I had, um, heard on my way home, I worked late last night and I'd heard on my way home that one of the, um, that Donald Trump had, had actually put out another video telling, saying, I mean, after he had actually been impeached again, um, he had put out another video saying that, um, nobody should act in violence. And so it was, and it was the weirdest thing for me to be watching this, like to, or, I mean, all of them were slightly different a slightly different take, but, and so, like, what was the truth? And it's sort of like, what was the truth was in the eye of the beholder. It was, it was who, what lens this person was wearing, which goes into, like, how do we form our opinions, desires, like our thoughts, our beliefs, like how do we form all of these, all of these things and being able to 
actually form like like you know and so and so <laughs> I had talked like a it seems like a lifetime ago but it's not probably about six months ago I did a podcast on this idea of non-duality and like my my guru David Hawkins PhD MD MD PhD uh he actually wrote a whole book on non-duality and 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 so like like not putting necessarily a name to events and i and i don't know that you, we could ever really actually do that perfectly and the sense like what's coming to mind for me would be like some of these arguments like saying okay so what about you know a hitler type of situation you know what about that there there appears to be um you know people being put in cages at borders um that there's been some allegations that the united states has been um has been giving basically sterilizing mexican women and giving them hysterectomies under the disguise of that they have some disease and they need this hysterectomy like how do you you know like when there is when there appears to be like a an actual victimization of someone or some group I mean, because it, it surely seems like it wasn't a good thing for the United States to come in and annihilate tribes of people under the idea of manifest destiny. And so, and so, like, how how do we remain, like, you know, during these times, which are so incredibly polarized, you know, yesterday I was talking to my mom. My mother is in her 80s. I think she might be going on to 85 this year or maybe 86. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter, but my mom is in her 80s. I'm asking her, I said, Mom, have you ever seen anything like this? And and my mother actually just cannot stand Donald Trump. I mean, she she's one of the only members of my family that is not a Trump fan. Um, aside from my children, my children, all three of them are not really um big on Donald Trump. Um, but in my extended family, like most of them voted for and are huge Trump supporters saying that he is like he was installed by God they say so my family would be like this perfect um experiment (laughs) in like this this um basically there's fundamentalism so we're dealing with fundamentalist christianity and also this marriage and into 
a theocracy, actually. I had called, I had really, like, seen this after the election. This theocracy, like, there's been, like, a number of these pictures that have been, like, drawn up where Donald Trump is, like, you know, God or Jesus is looking over him sitting at the Oval Office. Like, just the weirdest stuff, honestly. (laughs) It's the weirdest stuff that has been, like, created in the last four years. You know, that was another thing, like, one of the... One of the Republicans was like, you know, he was the most vilified, you know, that that we have anybody who opposes him has been just terrible to him. And so he's been a victim, you know, um, but that the that the person who is really interested in the truth. Absolutely. Like there has to be some neutrality in it you know, by per or according to David Hawkins. And so, and like, we assign meaning to everything, um, which sort of makes sense, you know, I think it has something to do with our survival. So we have like this primal feeling about everything. It's sort of like, we go through life like in this binary way you know making these little mini choices all day long you know even waking up you know initial initial okay like not on a conscious level necessarily but like am I going to get up am I going to stay in bed am I going to get up you know and then I get up and then do I'm going to go make coffee you know do I go make coffee do I take my dog out yes no yes no you know okay Am I going to meditate? Am I going to go get dressed? Am I going to go get on my computer and start to work? You know, I mean, we're just making these micro decisions absolutely all day long. And then as we're doing them, quite frankly, we are giving meaning to them. As like, I would say, you know, my little micro decision, do I want to go do all of my data entry? I would say absolutely not. (laughs) All my data entry for work. Like, do I want to? No, no, don't make me do it. Um, you know, and so I've been trying to recontextualize that so that I can like not be at war with, you know, blonde haired girls war on data entry, you know, it's like, how do I recontextualize this so that I, um, it's some, something that turns into something that is okay for me to do. Um, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, and even as I do things and I think I've checked that box off, you know, I, it, my supervisor gets back to me, you know, did you do da da da? You know, it's like, oh my God. Um, you know, it's like, where did that go? Cause I thought I did that. I could, I make jokes. I'm like, I could swear on a stack of Bibles. I did that. <laughs> mm, no, you didn't do it. Um, <laughs> so, so now I'm going to like go into another aspect of 
of what I really and these 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 ideas sort of like go together if you think about it like this this like the nature of reality and truth and and if there is tr- any truth actually um and, and I'm not even going to talk about ultimate truth which I am I I really I'm not entirely sure because it's almost as if we are continuously creating our truth. And what is like even true in one moment may not be true in the next. Because life is always continuously changing. It's always in flux. And this idea of misinformation like misinformation and um and misleading you know so i had talked um actually i even talk about it in my book this idea of being scammed the art of the scam is so rampant right now and there is so much misinformation i'm just going to like like give one scenario. There are groups of people who actually believe that Hillary Clinton had something to do with some pizza place in Washington, D.C. that sex traffics children. And they actually believe that Hillary Clinton is part of a sex trafficking or a a child ring. And they actually believe that there are um that they actually have like these um human sacrifices and that they drink babies' blood. Okay. And there are all of these like rabbit holes that you can go into um when they call, talk about like these these uh Wi Fi like these really dungeon type of of thing and like it's and this stuff is like really awful and and like before I used to really just if if it was like so outrageous I just would not believe it I was like there is no I mean in my mind I think there is no way that any of this is true and honestly, I don't know if it's true or not. You know, but like, it's like you could, you, but like some people are able to actually make a viable case for this. You know, and talking about, um, I guess his last name is Wiener. I can't remember what his first name is right now, but he was, he was, it's like in politics. I don't even know if he was like a senator or a representative or who worked for state government I don't remember is it Anthony Weiner I'm not sure but anyway his laptop was stolen and that supposedly they found all of these like really really horrible things on it um about pornography child pornography and that there's like all of these these stars like including um uh Tom Hanks and like even like the Pope, like there, there, there's all of these, these, these ideas that are rampant 
right now. Um, and, and, and it's just really, really strange. I gotta tell you, like, what is the truth? And, and you can go in, you can go into like the internet and you can find almost evidence for anything that you want to find. And so you're going to find evidence that would say there is no way that Hillary Clinton is part of this. And then other people would say, absolutely, she was part of this. And this idea of this, like they call it this cancel culture, you know, and then like, and then for better or worse, like you look at what has happened to Trump. And, uh, oh, okay. Let me, let me give this one example. So this is this I think is like fascinating idea. So on 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 um on Twitter there was this guy who was there's been this whole dialogue on my Twitter about what has happened to Donald Trump with being deplatformed. Okay? So they have taken him off of every one of his platforms. They like they like um, actually got rid of Parler app, supposedly. Um, they took him off Twitter. They um, took him off Facebook. Um, like all these different areas where he used to have put out material and used to have connection to his followers. Okay, and then there was this number of, so then you had like this one camp that they were just totally happy about it, that he got deplatformed and like, and, and it couldn't have happened too soon and that he's using these as, as a weapon to, you know, to rattle his base to like storm the Capitol. It's like, couldn't have happened. You're not allowed to use those platforms for, for, um, for, to incite violence, right? Hate speech, they call it. And then you have the other side who is like, they are, they are censoring and they are, his second amendment rights are being taken away from him. He has the right to free speech. So he has the right to invite, incite violence if he wants to. Um, he has, has the right. How dare, you know, the tech companies, you know, Apple, they're talking about Apple and they're just, you know, these they're just terrible and if you think they're not going to censor you you're crazy and you know so this one person had put up um this example of all of this and he had said you know it's likened to a bakery who refuses to sell a cake to a gay for a gay wedding And I and I and I got into a little bit of a, a debate with this guy. I just because um like for me, like if if it were me and I and I was a patron and I heard that this bakery would not sell to gay bakers, I just would not buy my cake there. And if I if I were a gay person and I went to buy my cake there and they discriminated on me based on the fact that I was gay I would just get my cake at a place that 
likes to sell to gay people because there are. I mean, we have the freedom of choice. So anybody who wants to to listen to, it's sort of like, I was aggravated by Trump's tweets, but I didn't care. I didn't follow him. And sometimes, you know, like one of my 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 Twitter friends would, or people that I follow would, you know, put something about him. But like, I didn't care. It was an annoyance, but it wasn't like, I don't really care. Um, but I can turn the t- channel. I ha- we all have choices. We don't have to, to follow this person. We don't have to watch Fox News, who has actually come out as entertainment. They, the the news stations are starting to like actually come clean with the fact that they don't necessarily um tell the truth. They are not held to the truth anymore. They are held to who is making the most money or or that they this is the bottom line. They want to make the most money possible. And so they're not they're like out to entertain. They're out to have people watch. And there may be like a little bit of the news. There there might be a little bit of truth in that. But really everything, you know, it's almost seeming like the U.S. has gotten as bad as I would consider Russia. With a, We're going to hear what they want us to hear. And so in my mind, thank God for other platforms like Twitter and I really like TikTok. I got off of, um, I have a Facebook account, but I don't share very much about myself on there. And then I closed my Instagram, which I have to admit, I've really missed. But, and, and one of my actually TikTok people like made this comment about Donald Trump being being censored and being deplatformed and she she's pretty like like her ideas and her tiktoks are really kind of funny sometimes but she was saying you know when you sign that bottom line that you are agreeing to their terms they can do whatever they want so if if he they have terms of service that you're not allowed to use this word like YouTube, if YouTube says you know you're not allowed to talk about five G the fifth generation of, of, um. Of Wi-Fi. If if you're if they don't want you to be able to talk about that and the coronavirus because there were been there are a number of people who were saying that. People were being more dramatically affected by coronavirus because of 5G. Um, if you're going to talk about that, we're going to censor you, and we are you're we're just you're we're going to lock those. And and honestly, some of my 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 little YouTubes have been locked. It's always for me. It's always like open when I when I try to upload it. And then when it gets uploaded, YouTube is locking it. So by the time that it's been uploaded, it's been uploaded and locked recently. Because they didn't like some of my topics. 
which had made me made me wonder how much I am actually being censored. Like, like what makes one, you know, and they talk about this idea of this a logarithm, a logarithm. I don't know how to say the word properly. And like you're, you're, if you want to really get followers, you have to follow these, these rules of the logarithm and you have to put in these hashtags and you have to do this and do that. And every single time, you know, you, you put down a YouTube, you have to, you have to say, you know, like, and share, you know, everybody like, and share my material. And, and, um, but from the perspective of YouTube, they have not, they have not promoted my channel. And in fact, they have locked some of my videos, which I think is really interesting. And some I have, sometimes I've wondered if all of my material is being, um, is being censored. Because I talk about some really weird stuff, frankly. And so, and so, and so then, so then this platform decides what and who is going to be, they are going to push. And, and so, and then yesterday during, I told y'all that I was watching the impeachment on TikTok on somebody else's live and she had to be very careful because they were going to quote unquote ban her. Sometimes you get permanently demand banned or sometimes you get banned for a certain amount of time, but they will shut you down if you do certain things. They have these guidelines and Honestly, I don't even know how we would ever keep up with the guidelines. I don't know how we would ever keep up with the terms of service. But I closed my 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 Instagram account because because they can actually access your camera. Actually, I was told by um somebody actually on Twitter, I mean on TikTok that they can actually have access to absolutely everything on your phone when you agree to Instagram's terms of service. And so when they say, when they actually say, have access to your camera, um, you are agreeing to them having access to absolutely everything on your camera at any time. Which is a really scary thing. It's not really necessarily scary for your average person. And, and I would actually say that it's not really that scary for me personally. But um, but then I have like, like weird stuff happen. So the other day, about two days ago, I was approached by somebody on Instagram. I mean on TikTok. I put out one... TikTok. I I had a whole series of TikToks that I actually took all of them down. Uh because of even my own privacy on that. I don't know. I just 
didn't really want to put any up, but I had I had done this really quick one and I'm and it was like really strange. I don't have a stitch of makeup on and I'm wearing a cap and I to me I look really unattractive. But anyway, there was this gentleman that saw it and and sent me a message, "Hi gorgeous." He sends me this message, "Hi gorgeous," and he and he has this whole thing and so I I commented back, which I oftentimes do when somebody comments on my material, whether it be my my YouTube or my TikToks. And so he and I got to talking. So we get to talking and um we're talking back and forth and on there and then I end up giving him my phone number like and 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 this guy is like super interesting like and he um and then last night frankly I wake up like in the middle of the night in an utter panic I'm like oh my god this guy is scamming me Anybody who's ever been like and I I can't even say catfish um because it's even further than that it's not it's not somebody like it's like somebody impersonating somebody else to get something from you so i, I and and then it, it even got like even further for me personally with this because i i was like like how lonely am I that I would be drawn in by somebody giving me compliments and he proceeded to like give me all of these compliments and he still does even so I had actually texted him I so I texted him like yesterday in like the middle of the night I'm like are you scamming me I've been scammed a lot are you scamming me and so and then I'm later in the day he starts to like literally send me porn like not porn but like these pictures these graphic pictures on my cell phone and I'm immediately taking them off my phone and I'm like saying to him that I don't want please do not basically do not send me these pictures you know, and he's just like, he's like, has this totally different attitude. Although I will tell you, even on, he does not have, he only, he follows like 20 people on his TikTok and he has no TikTok content whatsoever. He has sent me one picture and I can, I really honestly cannot even really see his face on it. So I'm still not entirely sure this guy isn't scamming me. But I also know, it's like, okay, what exactly is he wanting from me? And I think what he is wanting from me is full stop sex. And, and, and so, which, like, in and of itself, I, I, I don't really care. He would not be the first person to try and scam me in the sense of somehow getting me to send pictures of my body over the internet. I have been asked by like, I don't even know how many people um, to send my pictures of my body on the internet. (laughs) 
And so I said to him yesterday, I said, I said, look, I said, like, you don't know who I am. But like, this is not who I'm about. Like, like, you know, and it and it's like this quandary for me, because it's like, it's not like I'm a prude. And it's not like I'm not a sexual type of person. But it's like, that's not what I'm about. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly, I'm still not exactly sure who I am in the sense that I'm like, I know what my message is and it's not that my message is like anti-sex, but it's also not promoting sex. Like, like, and I know I'm going down these like little I'm deviating, but I, I really feel like I'm, I feel like this is a moment where I really, really want to share something that for years has bothered me. For years, it has bothered me when women have put up pictures where their breasts are like really, really, really exposed this like new, this new, like, and I guess it's not that new now. It's been out for years. Um, girls pushing up their breasts and basically maybe their nipples being covered and that's about it. And, and me like, like actually sometimes they would get upset about me if I shared anything about that. And it's sort of, it really is like a quite upsetting thing for me that, that a woman would present herself in this overly sexualized way. And it's like, and I am absolutely sorry to say like, but it is. You know, and and this is not to say that I think that a woman should ever be treated badly because of this necessarily, but like, but I do have to say, what exactly is she expecting? So I had this, I have this really, really good friend and I had gone to visit her and she had bought this dress and she had worn this extremely plunging neckline and her breasts were like really showing and I... I didn't say anything except that we got to talking about it after and I said, what was it like? And she said, well, I have to admit that men were looking at my, the men were looking at her breasts the whole night. I was like, well, how did you feel about that? And then I was like, how did your boyfriend feel about that? Like, we had this whole discussion about it because this wasn't the way that she normally dresses, you know? And 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 then like and then this also this like somehow women like getting power using using these pictures of their breasts somehow as power over men like that somehow if if we dress this way we we somehow um even even the power you know like somehow bringing men back to some like some like primal way you know because they cannot help like and it's not just them 
Like sometimes I don't even know where to look. And I, you know, I'm not a lesbian. I'm not into like looking at women's, you know, not that there's anything wrong with being lesbian, but just for me, like, it's not like I'm, you know, but it's like when they're, it's like really hard to not look even as a woman, but especially as a man, he's going to look. Um, I don't remember even how I got down this. Oh, because I have been asked over and over and over. And so in my material, and when I put out my YouTubes, and it had also been suggested that I, that I would have more viewers if I, if I meditated in the nude. And sometimes when I would tell people, men, that I had this YouTube station, they would always go to, like, that I was putting out some kind of sexual, some kind of material that was in a sexual nature. They would go straight to that. And I I thought that was really interesting. It's like, no, I talk about the nature of reality. Um, But then on the other hand, when I say, I talk about the nature of reality and the love of God, people act like my station is going to be puritanical. Like, and it's, it's, so basically I try to put out material and I try to have my life in such a way that people do not necessarily know. Like, I don't feel the need to in any way present myself in that way. Like, like for that type of attention, I don't need your attention in that way so I don't wear plunging necklines and there have been times where I put out material and then when I've looked back on it my dress was like really low and I've actually pulled the video because I felt really uncomfortable um with presenting myself in that way like I didn't do it on purpose but um it was sort of an impromptu and I so I covered myself up um but anyway, this having to do with truth, um, that we have choices. We have choices to look at certain things, to listen to certain things, to believe certain things. And so I think that truth is a really, really hard thing to come by. Because like, I'm, I'm going to end this podcast here in a minute, but I just want to leave you all with this. I had this one TikToker guy and he has become quite like TikTok famous. And I actually don't want him to necessarily go off. Like, I don't mind if he goes off independently, but I'm afraid he might get sucked up by one of these entertainment section sectors, you know, and lose the beauty of what he does, which is this raw, um, just telling the news as, as, non-biasly as humanly possible, but even he has a bias. So like we can try to be as, as just to the truth. This is what happened in the accident. There was an accident. This person, there were this many people who passed away. Um, such and such was stated to be the cause of the accident. I mean, we can like try to say it as non-biasedly as possible, but it is extremely challenging to cover certain things without a bias. 
And what is happening now, right now in the world with the coronavirus and with the the election in the United States and all kinds of stuff going on is very, very challenging to get to any sense of truth in all of it. And so going back, that was quite a crazy windy road, wasn't it? That podcast (laughs) that I just did. (laughs) Anyway, and on that note, I'm going to go back to sleep. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.